Hey, hey, crazy exes. Welcome to another episode of the Crazy Ex Club podcast, the podcast series all about repairing yourself and healing after a relationship has broken up. And we're still in interview zone. So um, this week's episode, I was talking to voiceover artist and fellow podcaster, Rob Farker. And even more exciting, guys, this is the first episode that took us across continents to record our conversation um rob's in australia obviously i'm here in the uk um so yeah so we sort of set that up it was great although it did make me smile because i've been sort of calling out um one of the things that i do have to request of anybody sort of coming in to chat to me we do have to tend to do them a bit later on in the evening that's so i can make sure like my little boy's like resting in bed and things like that so we don't get any interruptions there uh, but I am always conscious about giving up evening time and I found myself with a little bit of time on a Sunday to do some more lunchtime spots so then it just works out that the poor guy that's uh, going to talk to me it's still the evening his side anyway but I don't know it amused me it won't amuse anybody else but I am a bit odd um but yeah we had a a really a really lovely chat i'm so appreciative um to rob for for coming forward to to sort of share his story and he shares so openly and honestly something that i relate to guys because that's what i've i've been trying to do leading up to this point so thanks again so much to rob for coming and being so present in the space and just really being open and honest about how life's been for him um so yeah guys it's coming up our conversation check it out and I'll be there the other side. See you in a bit. Okay, crazy exes, here we go. Another episode and another interview. So guess what I am? I'm excited because today I've got voiceover artist, games master and writer, Rob Varker. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I am well, thank you very much, Emma. And um glad to be here and uh, maybe a little bit trepidated as well because this is you know this is something this is a subject that I've not really ever kind of covered on a podcast before um oh. I've been I've done one myself and I've been on a few but yeah this is uh uh, talking about being a, a crazy ex is something a little bit new and scary I'll admit a bit vulnerable <laughs> oh well you know you're in a safe place um you know I kind of almost now make my public persona to be a crazy ex so and it's also mm. something I'm saying embrace it you might be a crazy ex for someone else which is probably the best thing that will ever happen mm. to you so definitely in a safe space so as you know we're here to talk about rebuild after a breakup and we're all kind of just sharing our story any particular story about a break at where it was probably a, a tricky one where for oh my goodness I don't know how I'm climbing out of this and then those steps to kind of where you got to either today or the you know the steps that you took to actually climb out of that mm. so I prepped you for this I'm throwing you straight <laughs> in there Rob what story do you want to share with us well I think funnily enough if I really want to talk about being a crazy ex there are really two breakups that I I need to talk about um the first one was, uh, I, I thought about this a couple of times, and this may be a very odd way of saying it, but it was both the best and worst possible kind of breakup. It was the best because my wife and I absolutely positively didn't want to break up, but it was the worst in that um, 
we had no choice and it was completely and utterly irrevocable. And that was uh, April 2019. And that was when I lost my late wife, Vicky, to liver failure. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it's a weird kind of thing in that we knew that it may be on its way. Uh, her health had not been great for um, the past few years. And we'd had a couple of doctors tell us, look, you know, this is getting to the point where um, she was having liver trouble um, due to what we understood to be most likely a congenital condition uh, or due to early diet. Um, keep umming a lot, my apologies. Mm -hmm. I've, I've done podcasts, I should know mm -hmm. better than this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in the end, it, we would, I was told at one point in early March when she was admitted to intensive care that her liver was, we'd known her liver was not in great shape. We've been told that a couple of times. But basically, a doctor and a social worker said, look, Rob, if this infection that she's battling at the moment doesn't get her, then the next one could well. And, yeah, it was just about a month later that the next serious one did. Um and yes, it's even though you know it's coming, you, yeah, I mean, how does one deal with death? I think for a little while, yeah, I, I became a little bit of a crazy ex. And um, the weird thing was, I think, uh, because Vicky's health had not been great for a good while, it kind of meant that our sex life had become virtually non-existent. And I don't know, he's a, uh, he's a stroke of crazy exodus. I think it was about a week after she died. I found myself thinking, right, I'm going to get my sex life back. I'm not going to go looking for anyone else to fill her shoes because that's, you know, um, when my when my mum died, um, my dad wound up basically on his own for about five years until he met someone and um, eventually remarried. But um, so I knew no matter what, it, it wasn't going to happen um, in any in any hurry. But I still, yeah, um, I guess, you know, in these modern times where people are starting to be a bit more aware of uh, sexuality, sensuality, all these kinds of things, it didn't seem sort of at the time that, you know, maybe just meeting a few people who I got along well with and we would make... Um, intimacy at least part of that friendship didn't seem to be um too big a deal um uh, that turned out perhaps not quite to be the case mm -hmm. um there was a woman who i met funnily enough within a few days or basically a few days before my wife died it was a um a geek a, a, a geek get together um that uh, someone on Facebook who was uh, uh, running kind of a geek craft store had organized. And uh, we met, uh, I hate to use that phrase, I'm a red-blooded male, like it, it's an excuse and like to paint all blokes with that same brush. But I took notice of her the same way I take notice of uh, most women, you know what I mean? But it was, we just hung out as part of that group for months. And then due to a few circumstances, 
we got to be able to spend time in each other's company together and I found myself extremely fond of this girl. And it got to the point where um, we were, you know, we were very close. And uh, as I like to say, I dropped the elbow. Um, and I felt, you know, uh, I was, it's probably a thing that uh, a lot of folks will probably be nodding their head going, yeah, I, yeah, we've been there. We know what it's like. That rush of infatuation. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I found at the time, and I, I've done this since, and I sometimes, you know, I catch myself doing it even now. Um, when I do find myself getting close to someone, there's this little kind of mental routine that kicks in where I kind of go, um, I start looking at, okay, is she, what sort of situation is she in? Uh, kids, pets, is it possible that we might, it's okay, stop it. Sorry, speaking of pets, my pet is just <laughs> fleeing herself in the background at the moment, and I suspect it might be coming through on the microphone. Um, yeah, you know, I, I start thinking, well, what's the odds that she might be um, capable of or willing to, you know, move in? And yeah, I guess it's this weird thing of being on my own. And another pertinent fact about me, when Vicky and I moved in together, I moved out from mum and dad. So I'd never actually been on my own in my life until, um, until Vicky died. So this was, yeah, uh, it wasn't in some way still is even after two years of a new experience for me. And um, while I don't mind being on my own, it is still, as I've discovered, very nice to wake up next to somebody. Mm-hmm. But um, so, yeah, I think looking back um, and, you know, good crazy X experience, I did get a bit clingy maybe a little bit needy and it got to the point where after we're coming up on Christmas 2019 she became a little bit harder to get in touch with and then um we'd been sort of talking about maybe getting together and spending some time on Boxing Day and uh as we got closer to time I gave her a call Christmas Day um got a message bank wished a Merry Christmas um didn't hear back uh boxing day we had a run of very bad storms so much so that they took the power out in my area and Suki, my dog was very agitated so i called it rang to voicemail again i left a message saying look power is out here Suki's upset um i know we haven't made any specific plans but i think i'm gonna stay home didn't hear anything back and by the evening, I sent her a Facebook direct message saying, look, I get the feeling you want to keep a bit of distance. I, you know, that's no problem. When you're ready, get back in touch. Ten minutes later, I had a message from her saying that uh, she realised that she had some healing to do from a previous relationship, which she had told me about. She'd been engaged for several years and her fiancé, the father of her son there, had been some abuse. And, um, yeah, and she said, I don't think I can be um, what I need you to be or what you need me to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that was basically it. Um, I sort of sent her a message and said, look, thank you for being honest. Um, I said, I hope we can still be friends, which 
Yeah, uh, another crazy X moment, I think, is that I've come to realise that sometimes you can't just still be friends for a while. You've got to be apart from each other, go through all the emotions. And I think I, you know, I sent her a video message saying, look, you know, sorry what I did, wrote her a message which thanked her for all, uh, a letter which thanked her for all the lovely things that she had done and the, the lovely person that she was and all the mistakes that I made. Um, and yeah, uh, it just sort of got to the got to the point where she just wasn't answering, and um, yeah, I, I I think it was you know a couple of months later I thought all right, I'm still upset. This sucks. I'm not sure I trust myself around her because of my upset. So just give it up, move on as best I can. And um, yeah, I think there was even a point where just seeing because we had a lot of friends in common, so I'd see her pop up. Um, on Facebook when she liked and commented on something that a common friend did and I would still be feeling this unease and upset pardon me on some quick drink of water mm -hmm. so for the sake of my own sanity I wound up blocking her on Facebook um, and yeah uh, it's been um, it's still been a learning experience since I <coughs> um, I wound up in early 2020 trying Tinder for a little while. And I actually wound up making some good mates out of it, funnily enough. Um, uh, mostly if we were intimate, it was briefly and then circumstances kind of got in the way. And then we just wound up, yeah, staying in touch and actually genuinely being good mates on that front. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, uh, I think I've kind of realised that, yeah, I'm all right with being on my own, um, but I wouldn't mind just having uh, a handful of folks who, uh, who are sex positive, who I can talk about these things with, and if I'm lucky, uh, a woman or two who's happy to uh, share some intimate times and not, um, not worry about anything beyond that. Although I have discovered that when you get into it, there's all these wonderful gooey feelings and... <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's wonderful. It's great. It's lovely. Uh, you can get very endearing with each other, but uh, just as long as you know your limits. And so far, I will say so good. <laughs> this is really good to hear. Um, I've been quite open talking about my own online dating sort of experience last year. And it's sort of similar in that I just kind of wanted to get out and make some kind of connection but I didn't know what I didn't want until what I didn't want mm. sort of presented itself to me. So I sort of really kind of um, can just sort of understand so well this kind of you have to sort of go through a few things to sort of go, right, I need to find the kind of sweet spot. My sweet spot at the minute is I need to be just completely on my own and not even investigate that because the thing that I found was. I was still falling into old patterns. So I'm a people pleaser and it gets oh, me into yeah, so many fine. trouble. So I'm like zero boundaries and I need boundaries. If I'm going to have a healthy relationship, I need boundaries. Mm. I know that feeling. And I've, I've listened to a few of your episodes. I've heard you admit it, and I've thought, you know, people who are listening can't see me putting my hand up at the moment, but yet I am as well. Um, only kid um, found had more in you know at least adults more I could make sense of them better than I could other kids but I was a kid so I couldn't be an adult before I was ready and didn't really have 
any kind of dating life um, before I met and fell in love with and moved in with Vicky. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, these past couple of years, I think, you know, it was early 2020 when I thought, all right, let's 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 give modern dating a go. Let's give it a whirl. Everyone's been telling me about, you know, how great I've been doing and how strong I've been. Let's, let's just get out there and give it a try. And like you said, just get out and find out through other people who I am, what I'm about, what I want, what I don't want. And um, it has meant that I have wound up dropping the album a couple more times. But after that, I was the one who actually then initiated the breakup. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess that's uh, perhaps maybe a little bit of crazy ex behavior in there in actually still seeking things out and just, I, I, would, I would feel that wonderful high and happiness and joy. And I would think this is love. And then later on I go for God's sakes, Rob, it's only been a cut, you know, a year, 18 months, two years. It can't be mm-hmm. not yet. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, I wound up kind of making um, commitments than bigger commitments than I was ready for, and I pulled, you know, and then I pulled out of them. And yeah, um, I, you know, sad to say, those women I am not still in touch with. Um, uh, you know, wonderful, strong women that they were. It was just the way things came out, and perhaps my own ovary, you know, my own yes and then no you know just the that eagerness and all of a sudden that um sometimes i call them two o'clock terrors when you sort of (laughs) when i sort of wake up at two o'clock in the morning and all of a sudden all the fears of life come crowding in and particularly in those instances like for god's sakes rob what are you doing you are not ready for this and as much as it was fear talking i think in that instance in those instances it was right i was not ready for the kind of commitment that I'd been sort of asked for and that I could have perhaps said no to at the beginning, um, but I didn't quite know how to have those conversations. The people pleaser in me said, say yes. Um, and it was helped along by all that wonderful, happy, joyous feeling that um, needed a bit more foundation um, before, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's that... I guess the moment that I had very different circumstances I was out on a mission to prove everybody wrong to prove that I am actually lovable I can make a relationship work I'm sort of pushing through on the kind of rejection side of things but I had this like gut feeling the whole time was like something's not quite right something's not quite right and then I'd made this big board on my wall of all the things I wanted to achieve and there's a lot of like starting a podcast um, I've got sort of side hustles I want to get going I've got a career I probably want to move house and I looked at it and I went how the hell do you think you've got time to properly <laughs> dedicate to emotionally giving yourself to somebody when you've got all that shit that you want to get done so then I took a step and I went and that's when I just went so I take that one off and I don't put myself mm. under any pressure and I just carry on with the stuff that is sparking joy yeah I yeah I know what you mean it uh uh I think one of the regrets was was with the woman I met back in 2019 is that she you know um the feeling was mutual and she did assure me on a couple occasions that she wasn't going anywhere it was fine there was plenty of time and I didn't act like it I wanted to get to the good stuff ASAP and yeah when I find myself 
in moods like that at the moment, I think, yeah, remember the last time you did, you felt like that. It didn't wind up working out. So take your, yeah, take your time. <laughs> yeah, completely. So in terms mm. of sort of advice, so the other thing I kind of get people to do is you think about Rob right now. Rob mm. can go back to Rob in um, 2019 and you can give him one line of advice. What advice would you give him? Um, I... Give, gave that a bit of thought earlier on when you mentioned that this was a question that was going to be coming up and I kind of I did note a couple of things down um after I think that after the lady in 2019 um the thing that I would you know tell myself at the beginning is like you know you are going to meet women you're going to feel very strongly for them it may not work out and it may not make sense as to why it didn't work out. One thing you need to keep in mind is that nobody else owes you closure. And sometimes you have to learn to be okay with not getting it. Um, so I think I'm that would be, yeah. I'm giving that a little round of applause podcast listeners, because um, again, if you, uh, some of my early episodes, one of the things I made sure I did was go in and see take my responsibility and to get my own closure because it was never going to come so I've given that a little round of applause no. <laughs> mm. exactly and even if even if somehow you do wind up with an ex-partner who tries their best to explain I just you know I've realized that most people you know everybody myself included you know um we talk about how uh other people are to us and that you know what they present to us is just the smallest fraction of the totality of who they are. The problem is who they are to themselves isn't that much larger a fraction. There is so much more going on with them, things that they experienced and don't remember, things that they experienced and remember perhaps not quite right, or the fact that we all only have our own point of view to see things from. So really it's it's just, okay, I we may, that other person might try their best to explain, they might not be 100, you know, 100 or even 50% right the way they remember it. And who of us, you know, most of us aren't exactly trained in the way the people work. It's not like we can, um, you know, the person you're speaking to, you know, it's not like your ex necessarily has the tools to be able to dissect what was going on with them and say, here, I can give you a, I, you know, uh, an educated explanation as to why, it didn't why, why it didn't work for me um yeah so really it's just like and i think you know you've mentioned going to see um a counselor i did uh, i got some uh out here if you have gone through a uh you know someone close to you has died you can actually go to your gp your general practitioner and uh, and ask to get a referral to a psychologist and that will actually give you 10 sessions um, without you having to pay for them. And I, yeah, I did sort of use that, especially uh, last year. And it kind of got to the point where at least we'd had seven of them. And the psychologist said, look, Rob, I think what we can do is we can keep the other three aside in case you might need them in the future, but you seem to be doing well enough at the moment. I don't think, you know, any immediate you know, trying to, uh, having you back to use them up soon would be, you know, there wouldn't be much point to them. So, um, yeah, it's just that 
uh yeah reach out for help but um and yeah just ultimately all you can understand is what's going on with you i suppose yeah completely and um massive sort of sort of sort of congratulations might not be quite the right word but i kind of felt quite a high when i graduated therapy but i love that you've got three in your back pocket where if you're kind of like right i'm feeling a bit <laughs> something is sort of simmering so that you can go back and revisit that's an amazing kind of thing mm. to sort of go right i've got that little safety blanket if i need it yeah which i did actually wind up i used one of them after the second woman whom I dropped the L-bomb with and then initiated breakup with. I, yeah, uh, because we got together, I broke up with her. We were both feeling miserable for the following couple of weeks. And we, you know, we got together and chatted again and started feeling better in each other's company and thought, what the heck, let's give it a go. And then it just still, I still went, no, I, you know, I can't do this mm -hmm. yet. This is still too much. So, yeah, um, it was uh, uh, after that, I thought, all right, maybe I need a little bit of help here. Went back to uh, my counsellor and uh, told her, you know, my side, of course, of um, what was going on, my understanding of it. And yes, it, it, uh, it did help. My counsellor was very helpful on that front, too. So, yeah. Awesome. So... As you all said, because I'm just going to let everybody know, Rob is like my best prepared guest that I've had. So he's like got <laughs> A plus um, um, in terms of the prep that he's done. So uh, not a surprise to him. The next question that's coming up, we have a playlist. Um, the people from the Facebook group add songs to, but now every guest that comes on, they get to add a song to our motivating, you've got this playlist. Um, Rob, <laughs> what song have you chosen? I have chosen a song that uh, was performed by a, an Australian band in the 1990s called Bachelor Girl. And it's called Buses and Trains. And I think it's a kind of appropriate for the Crazy X Club generally and my situation in particular, um, because it's uh, uh, the chorus goes, I walked under a bus. I got hit by a train. I keep falling in love, which is kind of the same. I've sunk out at sea, crashed my car, gone insane, and it felt so good. I want to do it again. <laughs> and yeah, it's just this wonderful. Uh, it, in the second verse, the uh, the singer says, "You know," she asks her mum why mum didn't warn her because about boys is something I should have known. They're like chocolate cake. They're like cigarettes. I know they're bad for me, but I just can't <laughs> leave them alone. <laughs> so yeah I'm kind of in a situation at the moment where I think I'm I'm really sort of at that point where I mentioned earlier on where I do have um a couple of ladies who are close to me I'm very fond of them and um yeah I enjoy spending time in their company um we've you know had we've gone out on dates and you know one of them has said that wonderful thing that um my lady from 2019 told me it's like you know i'm not going in here and it's like yeah rob now you know where you know who you, yeah what you can be around that that's cool you don't have to rush anything you can just enjoy what you are what you both are to each other and um not worry about anything else and uh yeah it's um 
it's just nice to take it easy and have a little bit of fun. And I won't use that horrible phrase, no strings, because I, I know it's a, it's a convenient phrase that doesn't necessarily mean what it sounds like it means, because I don't think that there is any such thing as no strings, not if you're genuinely enjoying somebody else's company. There are always these lovely strings of fondness and attachment um, there. But I think as long as you are making sure to talk and listen and discuss where you're at and what you want out of life, um, I mean, I've, yeah, uh, one of the, uh, one of those two women is, uh, you know, I'm not, her, I'm not the only fella in her life and that's great. And the other one, um, I'm, I'm sort of venturing into this thing, which um, some folks might've heard of called polyamory, this idea that you can successfully pursue genuine relationships with more than just one person. I don't know whether I'm going to wind up blowing my hands off again with all this, <laughs> but I think, yeah, it's just being honest as possible, both about where you're at, who you're seeing, sexual health if it needs to, you know, where everyone's limits are. But um, I don't know. Yes, I've um, I've uh, spent time with, you know, um, another woman who had a, you know, uh, a committed relationship with another fella he knew about me, I knew about him, I would hear her, you know, she'd tell me all about him, and I would sort of like, sit there with a smile on my face, because I was, you know, enjoying sharing that joy that she had in um, her relationship with this other man, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, things didn't quite work out there, but um, yeah, uh, we are still talking, and um uh things i think yeah it um i hate using like dry terms like it looks like something viable but i don't know maybe there is as we discover or perhaps rediscover um either new modes of relationship or modes of relationship that kind of fell out of favor for a little while um part of me wants to try something different from the uh from the nature of the relationship I had with Vicky for 18 mm. years and you know me being on my own I as much as I like the idea of having someone move in to keep me company and help with bills and all that kind of thing I'm in a situation where I have everything covered I don't have any immediate urgent financial situations that I um sucky. well aside from vet bills um <laughs> yes um yeah, as I don't really have when it comes down to it, when I set my fears aside, I have no genuine pressures to change my living situation at the moment. It's, yeah, maybe I am in a place where, you know, I can not so much try dating. I'm, I'm a little bit over meeting new people right at the moment, but try something different without any you know, and, and give it the time it needs to work out whether or not it's viable with the people I'm trying it with. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I think that the best thing that you've sort of said in there is all about being upfront. It's all about being secure with like what you want and then what the, the other person wants as well. So mm. absolutely, all the best of luck with that. Um, so Thank into, you. Um, and I think a bit remiss of me, um, just to sort of say really sorry for your loss as well, Rob. Um, That's quite all right. Thank you. No, um, it's, um, and so brave to come in and share that story. I'm so grateful to you for doing that. So thanks again. Mm. Um, in terms of your world right now, in terms of professional sense, as you know, we get towards the, the sort of end of the episode. It's your opportunity mm. now. What do you want to tell us about what you got going on in the world of Rob right now? Well, uh, let's see. I am in the early stages of being a freelance podcast host. I have a good friend of mine uh, who lives in Canada uh, because he's Canadian <laughs> and he is putting... Uh, he had a show that he put on hiatus for a while and it's helping him advertise his business as a podcast producer. And he, we've been wanting to actually genuinely work together for a good while. And then a few months ago, he sort of said, Rob, I want to put my show, which is called Podcast Bay, back out there, but I've realised I don't want to host it. So if I paid you some money, would you be willing to host the show for me? And I said, would I what? <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't have any episodes in the can yet. So there's this part of me that almost feels a little bit premature in mentioning it, but it's like, stuff it. No, this is a going thing. This wonderful new microphone that I've got here was paid for by him. And I am taking over guest outreach at the moment. And um, yeah, we're going to start talking to... Uh, podcasters and people in the podcasting game about their shows and um yeah and use that to sort of fingers crossed help promote um scott's business get it out there once again a bit more um yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so business-wise that's pretty much mm. that's the big news but can i delve into because it's um something that i've always wondered about so we also have games master so how do you find <laughs> doing that is that just literally i just do something i love and i get paid to do it is it is it one of those well um game i will say the game master bit is a business initiative that i've kind of put on the back burner at the moment because i've realized it's going to need more time and commitment from me that i can give right now so right at the moment being a game master of tabletop role-playing games is staying as a hobby uh -huh. and I'm just doing it, you know, with friends uh, to enjoy it, to get better at it. But yeah, I did have an idea at one point of a way of turning it into an income stream. I don't think it's quite ready yet, but who knows in the future, circumstances might change. I may be able to invest a bit more time into preparing and doing some more pilot sessions uh, and, you know, help letting word of mouth spread from those. And I might be able to turn it into some sort of uh, some sort of business venture down the track. Fingers mm -hmm. crossed. Just seems awesome, fun to me. It's um, board gaming is a weird one for me. It's something me and my ex-husband. It was a main mm -hmm. hobby that we both absolutely loved and we dedicate time to. So I feel a bit weird yeah. about continuing it. I hopefully I'll get back there one day. But um, yeah, so it just really intrigued me to see it on your kind of about about you. Um, um, anything else in Project Rob space? Um, not right at the moment. I think uh, one of the things I kind of realised uh, 
when trying to make the GM thing happen, and I guess also as regards to the dating thing, and you have found this yourself, it's like, okay, I am neglecting the basics in some ways. I am neglecting a little bit that I have a house with a big yard. Um, I am trying to look at building a sideline income stream, which is taking a little bit of my attention from uh, my regular day job. So I need to, I, I'm feeling myself pulled in a lot of different directions at once. I'm starting to panic. Let's just close it down, focus on the day job as the main thing, um, make sure I'm taking care of my house and my yard, which is big. I live on a quarter acre block. Wow. With a few trees. So it requires maintenance. And um, I've never been a green thumb. So I'm, this is something else that I'm kind of learning my way around. Um, uh, so really, yes, um, Project Rob, I think, is um, getting, my, getting my life on a bit more of an even keel, focusing on my, my sanity and my happiness, my house, my yard, uh, my friends as a part of the sanity and happiness bit, um, my dog, uh, and my day job, and just focus, you know, keep on those for the moment, and I will say, though, getting, doing the, uh, working on podcast pay for Scott is cool, because it lets me flex some muscles that I did develop when running my own show, and the good bit is, all I have to do, instead of you know, getting guests, recording episodes, editing, um, making the necessary graphics, promoting on social media, all that kind of thing. For this, all I have to do is organize the guests and do the chats. Mm -hmm. Scott handles the rest, and I am quite happy to just focus on that. It means it's a, it's a thing that I can spare a few hours every month to work on. And, you know, it, it doesn't really, at the moment anyway, require more than that it can fit in nicely with everything else that's going on oh this is awesome this is what we want the balance isn't it so yeah um all that leaves me to say is so many thank yous such a brave telling of your story and thank you for sharing it so rob the last thing that i need to say is you're formally welcomed into crazy x club oh feels good to be a crazy x although better than I think it should. But anyway, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Cheers. Hey, guys. So how is that? Um, yeah, so humbled and just like I said, I say it all the time, but it's because it's true. So grateful to Rob for coming in and uh, using his his free time to share that story with us so so much to sort of take in there and you know this is the first time we're sort of looking at the the theme of grief as as reason for bringing about a breakup and then sort of robs just sort of openly talking about how he's tried to sort of um go forward um following on from the from the death of his wife so it was um it was quite a humbling conversation for me. I've not thought about it from that perspective before. Um, and yeah, just really appreciated how candid Rob was and gives us like food for thought in that space of, you know, we might need to let go sometimes in part of our journey of moving on. Do we need to sort of let go about what we think about in terms of traditional relationships and the traditional way that we go about relationships? Um, episode one, 
of season two um chris kind of spoke about this as well in that kind of let's let's not sort of rule anything out let's um let's just see what we need in that moment and i think the theme that really came out from the discussion with rob was it's about being open and honest about what you're looking to sort of get so when you're sort of like looking at new relationships and things like that i think if everybody's being open and honest about what they're looking to get from it anything is a possibility for it so again i've said it a few times but it's just awesome um, to have these these conversations and start thinking about things in different ways so again so many thanks to rob for coming in um we're in a bit of a geeky circle so we've sort of said we'll see each other around um, on there and um, link to rob's website is in the episode notes um time for the regular reminder guys um if you haven't already why on earth have you not liked the facebook page because that tells you exactly when an episode is going to be up and live for you to enjoy so get yourself onto that uh, so that you know you know when this is coming because you never know I'm, i might just randomly take a break and you'll be like well where is she and you won't know but if you're on the facebook page I might have remembered to tell them that, so just gives you a better chance. So yeah, definitely find us on the on the on Facebook um, for the Facebook page. We've got a really great group. It's a private group um, where you can come and discuss issues that you might be having if you're struggling a little bit after a breakup. Um, everybody's really supportive. Everyone's at different stages of breakup on there as well, and they can't, everyone has different perspectives. It's a really supportive group, guys had people come in and discuss certain things that they're going through and we just all try and support in as best as best we can sometimes it is to just do a friendly kind of you've totally got this you'll be fine but come and check in with us later so we know you're all right it's just this thing of that group we've got your back so you are more than welcome if you want to come and use that space as well still trying to build up my tiktok and still kind of do think do you know why as well guys because it's such a fun sort of different thing to do and i i'm quite enjoying it so come and join me on there as well i'm just called the crazy x on there and i just do a range of things from this might help you to hey i'm going to mime to lizzo um it's it's just random a bit like me but i'm enjoying it so come and have some fun on there as well and that's it guys um as i said i've really really enjoyed these conversations that I have been privileged to have with people to discuss this. This is what I always wanted from starting a podcast is talking to people about their experiences and just sort of having a platform to sort of put that out into the world. So if that is something as we keep these episodes going that appeals to you, come and get in touch with me. Um, best way is probably through the Facebook group or page pop me a little note in there we can set something up we can get some time and you could be on a future episode so uh, yeah take care crazy exes and i'll speak to you soon ta-ra